Welcome to MJ's Magic Hour. Less than an hour, yet jam-packed with New Earth Magic. I'm your host, Magdalena Jensen, transformative coach and mediator. Let's jump right in. Hello, my dearest listeners, and welcome to episode nine of MJ's Magic Hour. To start today, allow me to bring you into a little bit of a behind the scenes of how I create this podcast. For me, it's an exploration, an exploration as much as it is for me as it is for you. Maybe, maybe I see it also as a documentation of a process, right? A process we're all going through, a process of evolution of humanity. So perhaps I'm also documenting that. And the way that I create this podcast is by starting from a point of observation. I notice first what themes are coming up with myself, my clients, my friends, my fellow coaches and practitioners. And then I allow whatever comes up to percolate in the back of my mind before creating the space to consciously sit and connect to the message that needs to come through, the exploration that needs to be done and shared. My wish is that one day this process will weave a story, a story of how we are grappling with this moment in time and this moment in the evolution of human consciousness that we're all experiencing and exploring, whether we're aware of it or not. So this podcast is an evolving and unfolding story and the chapter that I feel needs to be told today is about thought. What is thought and how can we relate to these thoughts? Thought is a spontaneous thing that arises from within us and defines us as conscious, sentient beings. Thoughts make up the mind. You often hear me use the term ego mind, and I'm referring then to this network, this matrix, this construct of thoughts that define who and how you be in the world. It's kind of a weird thing to contemplate thought, thinking very literally about the very thing that you're doing. (laughs) So please bear with me today as we take a little wander into our minds. Some say that thought is spontaneous. It arises from some intangible consciousness from within. Thought arises from this inner divinity, this spark that connects us all, this nowhere place that we're unable to fathom or really agree on what it is. Dr. Amy Johnson, social psychologist and an author who's really been inspiring me lately says, quote, something truly magical happens when you deeply get that the thoughts that roll through your mind all day long are not yours. You aren't the thinker of your thoughts any more than you are the breather of your lungs or the beater of your heart. It's much more accurate to say that thought arises within you than to say that you think it. Like it's more accurate to say that breath arises within you than to say that you have to breathe your breath. Universal energy simply takes care of generating thought. It's not your job. If you don't hold your breath, new breath rushes in. Similarly, if you don't hold your thoughts attached to or identify with them, new thought rushes in. There's nothing you have to do. The thoughts that make up the ego mind are generally benevolent, just as the universe is generally benevolent. As a human being, our prime purpose is survival. 
Therefore, thoughts arise to aid in our survival to keep us safe. When I coach, for example, I often remind my clients that their anxiety, their intrusive thoughts, their inner monologue that pops up and causes all sorts of feelings is simply that, the ego mind showing up to keep you safe. This thought matrix is literally designed to pipe up whenever you're doing something outside of the same old, same old, safe and ordinary. Your anxious thoughts arise to keep you safe. And now remember what I quoted Dr. Amy Johnson as saying just a moment ago, the best way to deal with thought is to observe it rolling through to quite literally not attach to it to simply allow it to roll on by and make space for the next thought to roll in and through. In my head right now, I have an image of myself lounging on a porch in the shade on a hot afternoon as thoughts roll by like tumbleweeds and I simply tip back my cowboy hat and carry on watching as I rock back and forth in my chair completely unperturbed. Obviously, this is easier said than done, and often we hear people say things like, oh, I need to control my thoughts. Well, let me tell you, it's not really possible to control a divine impulse that arises within. Instead, we can shift how we relate to it. An exercise I like to offer my clients actually places you in interaction with your thoughts. First, notice. Notice the way that a thought makes you feel. Often, it's the feeling you notice first, so start with that. Then offer the thought acknowledgement and even gratitude for showing up today in its purpose. Lastly, choose to let it go and make space for a different thought. Flip through the catalog of thoughts until you find the one that best serves you in this given moment. Now, normally this process happens in split seconds, but let me break it down. For example, I notice myself feeling anxious. My throat is tight and my shoulders are stiff. I realize I'm triggered by my impending dental visit and I start to notice my thoughts. Oh, it's gonna be so painful. Ooh, I'm so afraid. I hate going to the dentist. I've been avoiding this shit for a reason and on and on and on. If I don't intervene, I know that I will spiral and swiftly start judging myself for not dealing with this toothache when it was not as bad. I'll start looking for reasons to cancel the appointment and I'll definitely remain tense and probably so tightly wound for the rest of the morning as to actually ignite a fight with my husband. And by the way, this scenario has happened. It is not a hypothetical example. <laughs> so in that situation, I could indulge my ego mind and I could carry on down that particular rabbit hole in my thought matrix or, or, I could say thank you to my anxious thoughts for showing up and showing me that I need something. I need to take some time to care for myself and show myself love before this dental appointment. And then suddenly I'm on a different trajectory for the entire day. I'm thanking my ego mind for showing up for me. I'm vibrating in gratitude and I'm reminding myself that it is safe to take care of my dental health and doing whatever it is I need to care for my body and show myself some love. Often it's swimming laps, this morning it was EFT and tapping. So do you see how this awareness that you are not your thoughts, but rather you're the observer of them is so powerful? It is quite literally one of the most powerful constructs I have ever found to help me understand and shift my anxiety. 
It is so liberating. It is so freeing. It feels to be deeply intrinsic as well to supporting the evolution of our human consciousness towards a new paradigm. And actually, it really makes me call into question the famed Descartes principle, I think, therefore I am, cogito ergo sum in Latin. Descartes was one of the pioneer architects of modern philosophy, and this fundamental principle of his was published in 1637, actually originally in France, French, je pense donc je suis, in the book Discourse on the Method. And somehow, now in 2022, it feels quite outdated. I'm, now I'm thinking out loud here, I'm exploring, if you will, but it feels like this line of thinking very much feeds the individual, the self, the ego, now, if you recall back to podcast six in my conversation with Linda from Venus Rising, we were discussing how the pre-Bronze Age civilizations of the matriarchy were characterized by collective, by community. The now 23-year-old, 2300-year-old structures of the patriarchy are characterized by the individual. And that which we are moving towards, the new earth, the paradigm shift we are evolving towards will be about something else about the self and the individual and the collective and the community, a balance between individual and community. We're heading towards a new era characterized by the I, the self, in the context of the larger whole, the collective, the idea that we're all connected through a divine consciousness, through a oneness. Now, as I was preparing for this podcast yesterday, I was reading through my Gene Keys book, and I opened to the 31st Gene Key, and of course, the perfect words for today's episode flooded out on the page. The Gene Keys are a 64 key system to unlock, to support one, to unlock their highest potential by activating your deepest knowing. It's a bit mystical, a lot existential, and some can understand it as a, like sort of an updated version of the Chinese I Ching, an ancient divination manual. Richard Rudd, channeler and author of the Gene Keys writes, our thoughts and words are simply a mental construct to keep you separate from yourself and others. He goes on to say that at this moment in our collective evolution, it's really difficult for us to actually grasp this, to recognize our collective consciousness and to truly liberate ourselves while we still have what he calls a mental investment in individual freedom. So I see this idea that we are not our thoughts, that they arise spontaneously from within, from divine source, as absolutely crucial to liberation, to inner peace, to a new paradigm, to a new earth. I want to leave one more Richard Rudd Gene Keys quote here for you, quote, all words, opinions, and thoughts with which you identify are agents of the great illusion of your separate existence. Oh, powerful. Rudolf Steiner, an all-around fascinating prescient man, anthroposophist and founder of the Waldorf School movement, which you might have heard of, he said in a 1914 lecture, I think my thoughts, and I am thought, which is thought by the hierarchies of the cosmos. Amy Johnson and these men, a hundred years apart from each other, are offering amazing ideas about thought, about its source and divinity and our relation to it. And for me, they feel true. They awaken an inner knowing inside of me that feels good. It feels right. And if not anything more, is that not the point? To feel good? 
to liberate ourselves from the swirling, fast-paced, fear-mongering, anxious thoughts flying by and anchoring into our minds so often. So I invite you to allow this episode to wash over you, to absorb it simply as you have by listening with an open heart and an open mind. Allow it to awaken more thoughts or not. Simply allow the tumbleweeds to roll on by. Also, just a note, Virgo season kicked off yesterday, which seems like the perfect time for this conversation to come up. Virgo is an earth sign with a meticulous energy that asks you to notice the impact of your daily choices, thoughts, and habits, and to align with new routines and habits and ways of thinking and talking to yourself that support your health and well-being. Just noticing this, just noticing this moment and noticing that potential change is enough. So with that, I sign off till next week when I'll be bringing you a soul-filling chat with a very special person, details coming next Wednesday. And now, sending you love, my dear, wherever you are in your journey. Thanks for tuning in. If you loved this episode, leave a review or share to a friend because sharing is caring. As always, I would love to hear your takeaway from today's MJ's Magic Hour. So drop me a DM on Instagram, Magdalena Jensen underscore coach. If you have been considering coaching, I would be thrilled to support you to create sustainable change in your life. Feel free to check out my website, www.magdalenajensen.com and let's chat. It all starts with a conversation. Take care of yourself and sending love.